You're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on tequilaaficionado.com, part of Tequila Aficionado Media. I'm Alex Perez here in Southern California. I am Mike Morales here in Southern California as well. Try not to turn purple. Uh, <laughs> we, had a purple we had a purple people camera. Probably. That's right. A purple people <laughs> camera. Alex, this has been a blessing. You and I have been blessed to finally dissect and taste after 20 some odd three years. This is Ocho Tequila. And this one is the 2021 vintage coming out of um, Cerro Grande. Cerro Grande. Oh, this is the one that is being grown at the highest altitude on the estates that are owned by La Altena. Okay. That's what that's what I read in the back there. So oh my god. 2290 meters above sea level. The highest elevation agave field as we've used to date for Ocho. So I am gonna pour mine in a Glen Cairn like Alex. I have lovely, lovely bubbles because everybody knows I love bubbles. That's that's the thing I look for. Again, supposedly not a um not it's a harbinger of good signs okay it's a good sign not necessarily telling you that it's going to be a great tequila but then again it's ocho it all it should always be a great tequila um so uh-oh uh-oh alex just gave us his he just gave us his, his the look wow. oh my god really <laughs> really I just took my first whiff out of my Glen Cairn, folks. The the nose, the wood notes on this one are really popping. Yeah, it's really neat. Look what it says here. The, the rancho has mostly old cedar and oak trees around the land. Do you think that it's acquiring some of the wood sure, notes of from the trees is. or the pollen or, or something? Yeah, it says the soil is typical of the highlands with a red iron oxide and clay. Seven years old in the making. Wow, I am just getting all Beautiful. kinds of, you know, for as light as this is. Now, take a look at this, folks. I'm, on my screen, you can see this. It's light. I'm getting, I'm getting some beautiful legs and tears, a little bit thicker than we did on the Reposado or even the Blanco. And that's to be, you know, that's to be expected. You're using, you know, you're letting it sit for a little bit longer time. So you're acquiring the, the characteristics from the barrel but it's still just naturally pleasant and this is a you know i just had a reposado not too long ago that was this color wow the repo this is an añejo folks look at the tears on this amazing i know i know tell me about it these are just gorgeous hello gorgeous they're just uh they're beautiful all very natural. Don't are you have to crying? worry about. Are you crying? Yeah, I know. Don't have to worry about any 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 additives. That's not the way the Commodores operate. This is again. Uh, it, we're doing this toward uh, the anniversary of the passing of Tomas Estes, uh, who passed, uh, I believe, in 2021. I believe uh, this was the year he passed. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, um, I just put that together well uh yeah i have photos of tomas that i will post on our instagram if you follow us on the ta instagram they've never been published before i i did not i only spent 20 minutes with the man 
when they were rolling out uh, Tapatio, but it was the most intense, deep conversation that he and I had ever had, and uh, before or since at that, at that at that point. And I get what everybody when he passed, everybody was so touched by him, and he only spent twenty minutes with me, and I can I can totally relate where some people had like a lifetime with, with the guy. Um, well, let's drink to that. Let's drink to that. Let's drink to Tomas. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, our <clears throat> I'm getting like, a little bit more ripe fruit, not dried fruit, but I'm getting ripe fruit like plums. Maybe, maybe um, like apricots. Yeah. All of it's ripe though. You know, you know, you and I have had like añejos that are like dried fruit and they're yeah, a little not, bit not, not sugary, but just, wow. Yeah. Like how ripe. Can you, how can you even describe this? I'm getting the pineapple. It says anise. I'll buy that. I'll buy the anise because it does come through on the Blanco. It came through on the Añejo a little bit. On this one, it's a, it's a little bit deeper. I would say it's borderline almost licorice. Almost. Yeah. Or, or um, you know what? Fennel. Maybe fennel. Because I do get that on some mezcals that I've had before. Yeah, this is the the fruit that you're talking about. It's 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 almost like like jammy, but yeah, but not yeah, but, but not like grapey. It's like it's like yeah, like, like jam, and it. not not a jelly. It's kind of like it's like in between somewhere. I'm not going to call this overripe or dry. But it's not sweet. No. No, the sweetness, if it, if there's any it's sweetness. It's like all, it wants to be sweet, but it's not. It's not. I don't know if I'm if, making any sense. Well, yeah, if you get any sweetness, it's from the barrel. You get a little bit of the, you know, the, the barrel nose, but that's not, that doesn't happen to like the rear and the sides of the tongue. You get some sweetness. And again, it's going to open up for you, folks. <clears throat> the Blanco opened up. It took forever. <clears throat> the Reposado opened up for me much more. And, and you, you don't even need a whole lot. Just just let yourself pour one of these Beautiful. and let it talk to you. Wow. That first whiff, though, that first whiff was was intense. <laughs> that was intense because it did have that that um to me it had more of the of the licorice slash anise on the nose than on the on the flavor. This is an amazing onion. You, you know, and the lip and like this. The lip and gum numbness, <clears throat> outstanding. The depth and character, and virtually on this one, I I virtually no alcohol. I mean, you really got to dig to look for it. So you're not going to be bothered by by any uh, unusual fumes, you know, that, that aren't supposed to be there. I'm getting the oak. It says orange peel, yellow peel. Um, could be. 
it's not orange oil. It's no. not zest, as far as I know. So, so Alex, your go-to was the the old-fashioned. What do you think? Would you do it? I would do it. Why not? Can you imagine? Or a Oaxacan. Yeah. Can you imagine? I I mean, I'm sure once we get off camera, he's going to experiment, folks. I just he's got he's got the bug, but. As a rule, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that with this. I just the thing is, is it's just it's such such a amazing spirit just on its own. I mean, this whole this whole series, the trio is just an amazing sipping experience, <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> and the retro the, the retro nasal brings out even more quality. <clears throat> yep. Whatever you're not sure you got on the on the. On the nose of that at the beginning, the retronasal uh, will give you a confirmation of what that is, and and even give you more, which is odd. And now that it's opening up, I am getting a little bit more alcohol, but that's okay. I'm all right with that. It's an 80 proof, uh, 40 ABV. This is a masterpiece. Hmm. I wonder how much. Well, it must. The altitude must just. Um... Well, it probably put stresses that, the plant even more. Out. Yeah, stress on the, um, doesn't say how many years. But you I know, wonder, the sunshine. Oh, no, seven years. The sunshine, uh, if, you're not familiar with high, if you're not familiar with high altitude, those of you who are living in Denver or New Mexico, where I used to live, you're a mile high. You know, it could be 90 degrees, but the real feel, and, and could be dry, but the real feel feels like it's 95, close to 100, 98. The sunshine is more intense at the higher elevations. The, and the, the further away you are from, from, from you know, sea level. Plus you're closer to the equator too. Oh yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is, is, you know, unless it's raining, unless it's a rainy season, you're not, those plants hmm. aren't getting a whole lot of, they're not getting a whole lot of moisture. Amazing. Oh my God. It's located 27 miles, 27 kilometers from Arandas. 22, 20, 2,290 meters above sea level. So it's like the outskirts of town. Yeah. Amazing. And the legs and tears forever, man. Amazing. Now there's enough depth in the rear of the palate for me that I, would, I, I wouldn't be afraid to actually pair this with a cigar. Um, it's, I don't think it's the top song out of this, uh, the legs on this. Oh yeah. 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 Now, I don't know if I would, I mean, I'm sure it'd be parable with food, but I, I, you know, your food better stand up to the, the, the depth and quality of this one, this Añejo. We have Añejos that don't have this kind of quality and depth. Yeah. These, this, this baby just stands on its own. That's outstanding. Uh, again, I'm just going to go there. Brand of Promise nominee in the legacy category, folks. You cannot go wrong with any of the vintages from, from Ocho. It's, it's, it's lovely. And as long as Carlos is the head of this particular project and, and continues to work with Curalo and whatever else they decide to roll out of the new distillery, 
Uh, it's genius. It's stellar. And you know, and don't don't get dissuaded by the color. I mean, the añejo does not have to be a dark looking spirit. Look at that. Yeah, no, uh-uh. And they're they're using um I remember we spoke to um to Carlos's brother um Felipe. Felipe. What are they using like 40-year-old barrels? Yeah, they're using beat up <laughs> barrels. They're using barrels that but they know they know how to manage these barrels and they know the taste that they're getting from these barrels. I mean, it's amazing. Well, you know, the bottom line is the Camarena family, they're agave growers first. All three of those branches of the Camarena family, they're all agave growers. Yeah. What they want to highlight is the plant. Right. And what Ocho does is highlight not just the plant, but literally give you the terroir. Right. You know, that every field is going to taste different. And it's no wonder everybody just, you know, they they show people the ones that you have, just uh, if they haven't seen Real the quick. other two videos. So we got the 2021 we just tasted a little while ago. I got the 16. Wow. And I've got the 17. These are the blankets. Amazing. So and I can tell you. I had I which one it was that Alex served me at, uh, last year when I was at his place, but it didn't matter. You know, um, my quick story about Tomas is that I was introduced to him while uh, they were there uh, actually rolling out Tapatio into L.A. And it was, it was like eight, nine years ago. It was the first event I went to after my I was back um, here in L.A. before I moved to San Antonio. And and this is the shot glass from that event, by the way. Nice. Um, Hundred ten proof. Yeah, yeah, and um, somebody said to me, uh, um, a gentleman that uh, we know on Facebook, he he said, "You ever met Tomas? And have you ever had Ocho?" And I said, "No, I've not had Ocho." And they were serving Ocho before the event, as well as Tapatio and the one ten, everything. The whole line was being rolled out, and Tomas Estes was there, and he said to me, "Have you ever met Tom?" Tomas Estes. I said, "No, I've never met him. I hear I hear great things about him." And he and I spoke for 20 minutes, literally 20 minutes. And I told him how, you know, I was getting a lot of flack. At the time I had written my review, my, my um, report on Vinasas. And he knew exactly what I was talking about. It was almost as if he had read the book, right? And he said to me, I said, Tom, when I went to go see what was going on with, with you know, with, with the, the Vinasas, and, he go, and I couldn't place it in words, he goes, it hurt your heart, didn't it? And he touched me. He touched me on my chest. It was like, yeah, that's it. You know, he understood exactly where I was coming from. And, you know, the 20-minute conversation that we had, and of course, everybody wanted his attention, right? And, and shortly after that, they began the event. And I took pictures of, of those pictures that the ribbon published. I'm going to post them on our Instagram account. Um, you know, toward the anniversary of his passing, which will be on the 28th or 29th of this month of April. You're watching this and we're filming this. We're recording this in April. And it's kind of our, our homage to, to Tom. I hope to have Jesse Estes, um, uh, who is his son, who has now taken over the mantle uh, at, at one of our open bars uh, shortly. And I'll keep you folks abreast of that. Hopefully my camera won't turn purple. <laughs> <laughs> at that point but anyway what else is there to say alice is something anything else you want to add to this because this has been a blessing this has been craziness for us 
Yeah, this isn't just a collectible bottle. It's it's an experience in the bottle. So you really, yeah. you really have to look for it, find it. It's a treasure piece oh. uh, and enjoy it. Open it up. Open yeah. It up, enjoy it because it's, it's a once in a lifetime uh, experience. Or at least once every seven years. Right. <laughs> so anyway, outstanding. Carlos Camarena, muchas gracias, ingeniero. Uh, thank you to the folks at Ocho Tequila and the PR company that made this happen. This has been, this has been amazing. It's been an amazing journey for us. And yeah, there's more. I'm sure we could go back and try to do a side by side with all three vintages. We'll, if Alex doesn't finish off any of those, we'll get to that. But um, in the meantime, that's our take on Ocho uh, Añejo. This is again uh, Cerro Grande. This is the. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, Cerro Grande. This is that vintage in that um, uh, particular field that it's coming from, or rancho, or estate. Uh, go get it, folks. Whatever it costs, just just get get a bottle for yourself. Get one to hoard because <laughs> once they're gone, you're not gonna. But everything you need to know is on this label. It'll tell you how many how many liters, how many barrels. Uh, this is the epitome of what small batch really means and when they talk about terroir it's this 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 brand they, they invented it yeah that's all i gotta say so that's our take on ocho añejo i'm mike morales here in the heartbeat of the san gabriel valley in southern california that gentleman out there is alex perez you'll be watching sipping off the cuff on tequila aficionado media tequilaaficionado.com let us know about your experience with the tequila ocho and uh, as always, and as always, sip wisely. Sip wisely, folks. Thanks again.